You are listening to the Hello Sport Podcast. All right, welcome back to the Hello Sport Podcast, home of unqualified opinion and unwavering bias. We are ripping and tearing on the interview front at the moment, Edward. We're fucking killing it with the greatest respect to ourselves. Uh, another guest in today, rugby league uh, champion player for the Melbourne Storm, Queensland, which we won't hold against him, at least for the time of this interview. Born and raised in the great state of New South Wales in Sydney. Um, fan of the show, friend of the show, the one and only Christian Welsh. How are you, our New South Wales brethren? <laughs> Good to be here, boys. I just want to clarify for the uh, listeners. I was born in Sydney. Uh, my parents realised the mistake. Got out of this shit joint for turn one. <laughs> so I wasn't raised here. I was up in the far north Queensland, worshipping the Cowboys. So really? had a very... Queensland century. You've got to check on your Wikipedia. They were like moved to Queensland at 20. 25, even. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, it was late. Yeah. Yeah, you sure so about we, that? Because we were getting turncoat vibes. We were like, holy shit, Christian's a turncoat. Yeah, no wonder Dio Dave loves him That's so much. That's why Dio Dave loves you, like <laughs> worships you. He's got posters in his bedroom and shit. Yeah. It, it all started to fall into place. So I don't know if I believe you or Wikipedia. Yeah, I think Wikipedia, at this point, I'm going with them, but that's all right. Thanks for coming in anyway. Uh, how you doing, man? Like off season, you're in Sydney for a little while. How long are you here for? Uh, going out Monday, yeah. My brother Brendan, I'm sure you appreciate a shout out. Shout out to Brendan, yeah. Friend of the show, friend of the um, show, and, and all the boys. Uh, they're big Hello Sport fans, and uh, kind of early days for the boys, you know, before they hit Hollywood and going into the uh, the big <laughs> studios here. So, um, yeah, good to be here. Good to catch up with some mates. So we were just talking on the way. He's Christian friends with Hello Sport legends, royalty. Big Tasty and the Tasty Boys. I thought that you just bumped into him because you left a dribble on the hotline, which we kindly didn't yeah. play for your own sake the other day. Yeah, I don't want Lussick offering me out. Yeah. He's a big boy. He throw is big. Hands. He can throw him. I'm not going to take that fight. But so, tasty. how do you know the Tasty Boys? The Tasty Boys, yeah, we're high school. went to the same school. Um, big Tasty. We played the same footy team. He's actually quite athletic. He's oh, quite really? a good rugby player. Okay. I know he's got a bit of uh, anonymous... Anonymity. Anyway, I'm not going to try and anonymity. Say that word. Yeah. Um, no, nah, he's a good fellow, and we. It was his birthday on the weekend, so happy birthday, happy big birthday, tasty. big tasty. Did he feel like calling the dribbler hotline, big tasty, or is he is he done his dash now? Because I don't know if he's now. called back. I think he called back once because he went missing, and we were like, "What happened to big tasty?" It was like that was. The we one. were con genuinely concerned about it because yeah. he came in and made such a such a scene, made so much noise. But the tasty boys was. Ghosty, or was it Ghosty, Fumes, Fumes. and Guava Lover? And, Guava Lover. and there, wasn't there a f a, another one who kept getting forgotten? There was a fridge or frog? Was it, was it the one that sent us the Manly Seagulls golf bags, I think, was like the fourth Tasty Boy that was we that Maybe I that think was that Ghosty? I think that was. Ghosty. Ghosty. That Ghosty. It was Fumes and Guava Lover and then Ghosty <laughs> had to call in being like, Oi, I was there too. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, so sorry. Don't cut me out. <laughs> sorry about that. But um, he became a, a living legend for a while. He still oh, yeah. is. No, he, he is. He was huge. But look, I mean, for those of you that don't know, he, he called the dribbler hotline a year or two ago and left like 40 hours worth of dribbles, <laughs> which we'd never had before. And we listened to all of them and it was a fucking nightmare. We, we released its own podcast yeah. of the whole of all his dribbles unadulterated. It was full on. Anyway, um, so what's the, what have you been doing so far in the off season? Obviously, bubble life, unfortunate into the season. Mm. And then you're out, you're free. You've been ripping and tearing, or you just been taking it easy? Yeah, having a good off season. Um, you know, haven't been videoed sitting on any tables yet, so it's been productive. Um, <laughs> yeah, and I just having a good time back home, Brizzy, with my, my schoolmates and family, and um, road tripped up the cheese. His family uh, lives in Brisbane, so we 
got on the roadie and we um, played golf in Coffs Harbour, Bonville there and come into Sydney and um, yeah, we're here for a week and then road tripping again to Melbourne uh, along right. the coast. So yeah, happy days. What, you and Cheese together? Uh, he's coming to Sydney. Uh, he's doing the... Well, I think he toured all NRL clubs in Brisbane, so now he needs to <laughs> yeah. right. tick off the New South Wales He's once. getting wine dining 69 by the yeah. Roosters at the moment. He's too smart. Yeah, yeah. He's so good. He's out there playing he's golf staying on a bit longer, so, um, He what? Yeah, it's, he's staying on in Sydney a bit longer. He's got a oh, charity okay. event. If oh, you like. okay, well, there's nice. plenty of clubs you've got to get 69 by in Sydney. Is that a nine of them? When there's 69s on the table, well, you've got to fucking going, get them. They're going. You've got to take them. You've got to get them while they're going. Uh, do you have any insight? You're going you're gonna to out scoops, your boy. No, nah, no scoops, No, 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 boys. I'm sure I'm, not. I'm sure. Yeah, I think the Storm are a good chance. Hopefully he stays, but... Yeah. Um, yeah, I think maybe the Roosters and Red are pretty keen as well. Do you keep your, Do you keep out of, like, each other's business with that sort of shit? Or as friends, you're kind of like, oh, what are you thinking? Oh, yeah, a little bit like that. But also, I think you're just happy for them. Yeah. It's, you don't know how long you're going to play footy for. And Definitely. If they get a good deal, set themselves up, it's... Um, yeah, pretty good for him. Would like, you ever feel the need to, like, give some sort of motivational speech as to why he should stay at Melbourne? Oh, jeez. Like, if you saw that he was really touch of a go, would you go, mate, let's go just, get a beer? I could just, and just win him over, yeah. I would do that if I could, but yeah. he's uh, he's pretty um, – he knows what he's doing, so yeah. I'm sure he'll come to it. Have you – you start, you debuted with the Storm? Yep. Um, and have you – since you – how many – so how long have you been down there for? Uh, end of 2012 when I was 18, yeah, so – Wow. Okay, years, isn't it? Have you ever track. been close to going anywhere else? Have you had other clubs? Yeah, that sort yeah, of yeah. I was, um, I was pretty close to going to Parramatta in um, when oh. was it? It was twenty nineteen. Must be glad you didn't. Um, oh no, Parramatta's a good club. Um, Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I actually said to my manager, "Let's get it done." I flew up there, met oh, Brad really? Arthur and all them, and um, yeah, agreed to you know verbally agreed to terms and that. And then uh, it was round twenty, and and. I literally called my manager on the Thursday and said, yeah, let's get it done. We were playing the Bronx at Suncorp on the Friday night. Mm. Um, and then I did my ACL in that game and then um, kind of got radio silence from Parra. Obviously, they weren't too keen, which is fair enough. I get that. It was my second I, ACL, yeah. so they brushed me, which is fair enough. And they went and got Campbell Gillard. So I think it was a win-win for them. And then come back and we won the, the yeah. premiership in 2020. So it was a, it was a good result. It's I fucking think. ruthless, though. Like that's Because, I mean, if you'd bailed, you're, you could be painted as an asshole. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, but I understand. Like, I think, you know, you look at Para and the years before they had some bad deals and some yeah. bad, you know, and they're obviously risk-averse now. Um, so, yeah, I got it. I understood it. It's it's not personal. When you say they go radio silent, do they just not pick up the phone? Like, literally, they just... Like, yeah, they just go, I, I, and they just go, oh, nah, <laughs> nah. Or are they like, or do they just go, listen, mate, two ACLs, not the right fit for us, yada, 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 we don't want to get burnt. Yeah. Or do they just do what every other human being does and just ignore it and just wait till it goes away? Yeah, well, I, I guess the term's called ghosting. I think I got yeah. ghosted by Yeah, that's exactly what um, Fuck. But yeah, I, I think they just assume that, um, that I would assume that it's all over, which is fair enough. So we kind of moved on and got it's, on the it, It's worked out perfectly for you. Yeah, that's no, been good. We're, two ACLs, I mean... And then there was the time we said there was the time we thought you'd done it a third time, eh? Just after you came back. Oh, just for my second, yeah. Oh, yeah. oh, so did you do it again? Did you do it? Come back, thought you did it, didn't do it, then did it again. Yeah, yeah. yeah Fuck, yeah, dude. Yeah, so. That's crazy. Yeah. Same knee. Ah, uh, no, left and right. So. Beautiful, yeah. love that. I haven't done the same one twice. Which is yeah, awesome. right. They come back. Do they come back better? Yeah, they meant my to. My mate did yeah. my ACL, and he was, yeah. and the doctor was like, "Mate, this thing will be tip top." Yeah, yeah they meant to come back stronger and. It's just such a long process because, like, you'd rather break your leg or break your arm because bone, whereas they're literally cutting a tendon out of your, like, like a quad tendon and they tuck it in your knee and then the body needs to accept it, so it takes so long. And then what, does your quad, like, grow more tendon? Is that sort of how that works? Uh, I don't know if it grows or it just 
it makes up for it. Yeah, I actually don't know that. Interesting. Yeah. What? How's it go then with Melbourne? So you like obviously you say Parramatta ghosted you in brackets. Thank <laughs> fuck for that because <laughs> they're never winning a comp. Uh, but like. Do, do you feel anxious just in your place even at Melbourne at that point where you're like a bit like, Jesus Christ, this is two of them sort of a bit hairy? Yeah, all the time. Like, um, yeah, coming back. So I had an option. So I took that up, come back uh, in 2020 from ACL second one. And like every game you're thinking, I'm going to do my ACL here. Like, and I really? was like, I need to get a deal. I need to like, yeah. Every time I'd run out, I had so much head noise. Um, but you kind of talk to people. I went to a sports psychologist and they're like, like, don't pretend it's not there because it, it's a reality that you face. But they're just like, right, what, what are you going to do if you do do it? And I was like, oh, I've always want to go to Japan. So uh, my psychologist, Jackie, she was like, right, eh? have a plan. If you, want, if you do your ACL, don't worry about surgery or anything. You just go to Japan for, for a month, go have a holiday, and we'll sort it out when you get back. And it's just like, I don't know. I, I think you just accept the reality. But, yeah. um, but it also, you know, it hurts a bit like when contracts are coming up and you're kind of like, you're on this income, and then if you do your knee you're right down here, your career's over, but if you play well, you can it's such kick a through. Like, so it's so volatile, yeah. I think, yeah. Yeah, so like when they're doing contracts, is it are they just taking a snapshot of like where you're at at that point in time as opposed to what this is your potential, this is what he could be? Are they more just going, well, he's playing well at the moment, yeah. he hasn't had an ACL injury, so his price is here, as opposed to maybe four or five bad games? Yeah. Would that yeah. affect your negotiation? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I think and like I'm lucky I'm in a good system, play with good players, good forwards um so i understand i'm not stupid it's like it's tough tough going for those guys in clubs that struggle a bit to like look good because it's such a team effort so yeah and especially if you're the top end of the table like you see you know power and penrith they're struggling to hold on to guys because they've had such success recently and you know and that's just how the salary cap works but you guys managed to largely even though you've got like your monsters and your cheeses and shit who are getting like the dolphins are interested in everyone but like yeah. you guys do seem to be able to manage it well does yeah. that do you guys have any fucking idea about the cap for the club or is it just like like there's no sort of visibility for you guys and how that's all run or after the shit fight of whenever it was you do oh, like yeah. um no you don't really know but like every year we lose three or four kind of guys in our 17 mm. including the big three so yeah they're kind of that's a lot of salary off your off your list mm. and then you're replacing with guys who've come down at 18 and they've done pre-seasons and they're not really a known commodity. Like, you look at Harry Grant, like, we knew he was an outstanding player. He's a gun, but he'd been behind Cameron Smith for three or four years playing Q Cup yeah. away from everyone. And he goes West Tigers and everyone's like, oh, look at this guy. And it's like, and Storm aren't stupid either. Like, they know Harry Grant's going to be a gun. They know Cameron Munster's going to be a gun. So they'll, they'll talk to him, you know, as soon as, I think as soon as Munster come down there, he signed from CQ Capras. They put him on like a three or four year deal straight away and he's just taken that. So I think the Storm, and they're really smart at like uh, keeping guys off um, from, I suppose, talking to the market. Like mm. they'll upgrade them and extend. And the boys are happy to stay there because you're winning footy. It's a good club. Yeah. But I think the trouble is it's like other clubs, they let them get to November 1 and you know, it's very topical. As, Dude, it's crazy, And then right? someone puts a crazy bid in and you're pretty much gone. Yeah, so, so they just keep them off the table, keep them off the yeah, table. Yeah, smart. And, but then also there's risk in that. Like if you extend a guy and you take a bit of a punt, you know, it's, it can come back to bite you. But like you look at like when Knight signed Ponga, like he was, I think he played 10, 15 games yeah, and he yeah. got a huge deal at night. So everyone's going, holy, like is it worth it? 
Like, that's been the best thing for that club. Yeah. Mate, I know. Uh, One of the great so, signings. Yeah. And now they're going to be... And now the they're up against it. <laughs> they're up against now it. Now they're up against it in a Pierce big way. goes. They're not playing well. Fucking hell. Ponga hold your comps. breath. For the, if you're a Knights fan, hold your breath because if you lose Ponga, it's all over. Who, who runs recruitment down at Storm? Because they do a fucking good job. Is it Bellamy or is there someone behind the scenes that's just... No, nah, it's... And that's like what... Like the scouts and stuff? Yeah. Like who's pulling all these young Queensland kids into... Whoever, what's your feeder side in QK? Uh, East Tigers and Sunny Coast Falcons. So pulling them into there and then pulling them down south. Yeah. They've got a great eye. Like Bellamy's an outstanding coach. Like I think everyone knows that. But there's so much more into why that club's successful. Like you, like the football manager, Frank Panisi, has been there for 10, 15 years. And the, the role he does, recruitment... Um, you know, identifying the right people to come in. Um, so, yeah, he doesn't really do any of the recruitment. I think he comes in when they're trying to sign maybe an established player. He likes to meet a player. Flops the hog out. Them. Yeah, so. Crazy. This is what you'll be working with. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That'd get me over the line. Is that what it's like for you? What was, uh, I guess, your experience? So when you were a young fellow playing in Queensland, uh, did you have many scouts after you? Like, were you... Or were you sort of spotted by one of these yeah, Melbourne well, Storm weapons? No, nah, I finished high school, um, went to university, didn't have any didn't make study? Any teams or anything. Uh, commerce, yeah. Okay. I was playing rugby union. So oh, position, second row, back row? Uh, inside centre. Really? Oh. Don't, don't show Jesse Bromwich or any of my boys. No, you would have been a big uh, inside Jesus centre. No, nah, I filled out. But, um, yeah. No, nah, I didn't really have any options. Uh, and I was trying like trying to make it and then went to East Tigers as a centre in league and then kind of got... They had like this experiment where they thought they'd get some bigger outside bodies and outside backs and try and turn them into front rowers. Um, Josh Kerr is a graduate of that school as well right. at the Dragons. Um, yeah. Nut trucker of Yeah, big nut trucker. Note. Big <laughs> boy, big strong boy. Yeah, um, fucking oath. Yeah, so I then just got picked up. I didn't really have any other option, really. The Broncos said I could come for a trial or I could go to the Storm. It was 2012 when they just beat the Dogs, so... I was like, this is a pretty easy option to, yeah. to come down. But so then are you saying like you weren't really... You weren't on anyone's radar. You've just sort of, like, I don't know, I guess kept pushing. It seems like it yeah. was uh, not an unexpected one, but maybe, like, did you think that you had what it took to make it or were you just sort of persistent? Uh, just persistent. I think, it's, I think it's a dream, but it's never, like, a reality. Like, I wasn't in high school going, oh, I've got a Storm scholarship. Or, yeah. You know, I'm going to be a professional footballer. I, like, you obviously aspire to become one, but... Never so how did that work? So you went to the... Do you just show up at Tyson and go, I want to play for the club? Yeah, pretty much. It was down the road. So in East Brisbane, that's where I lived and just went down there and... And you were signed to the school. Storm at 18? Yeah, yeah. So so it happened pretty quick yeah. anyway. So we're 17 when we finished grade 12, or we used to be. So uh, had a, a year out. So played a year for the Tigers and then went to the Storm? Went down the Storm, yeah. How'd you go in Q Cup that year? No, I was playing under 18. So I was playing oh, under Colts and that, yeah. So. Must have gone all right. Fuck. Oh, nothing too flash. Are you with the, the main squad early, like straight away, or are you... No, you're kind of like fanboying, especially a Queenslander, proud Queenslander. Oh, fuck yeah. You kind of see... Because 20s train morning and night, so you you kind of see Cronk, uh, Cronk, Slater, Smith, they're all rolling in, and you're kind of like fanboying a bit. Yeah. But that was the first two years. Um, my first coach was Anthony Seabold, so... Get out of uh, here. Yeah, big fan. He's, he's a great fellow. He's just, I think... He's just maligned, lucky. unfortunately. Yeah. Can I, I ask a real question, and like, I'm sure he's a great bloke. Was it hard to be around someone with a voice like that for that long? Like that's one of the that's one of the hardest things to listen to. Again, great. Or man. has it got worse? Yeah. Or has it? He got can't worse? really swear. All he says, "Feckin', let's feckin' get into him." It's man. A, right. <laughs> What's that? Yeah. Nah, he's good. He's a good fella. Interesting. So it's he's just been 
because obviously the way he's been portrayed is like you know I guess not necessarily his personality like he hasn't been yeah. portrayed as a bad bloke but a fucking horseshit coach like he's been you know and he just was taken through the ringer do you do you ever like do you keep in touch with him was there yeah I reached out to him a couple of times yeah that's I, nice I really feel for him because yeah I don't know I think rugby league such a it's an interesting game and community like you know it's as soon as people start going, oh, Sieb's been to Harvard, he's been using all these big words, I think, like, the average Joe, the blue-collar... Oh, smart can I? Like, oh, you know, it's almost... <laughs> and I think that's why Bellamy's so good, because Bellamy connects with all those people and press conferences and that. Yeah. And, um, yeah, I don't know. I think maybe that's... People are a bit off him for that. You're a smarter sort of operator. Mm -hmm. Do you try to hide that? Well, yeah. <laughs> but I just don't mind. Like, if I was playing AFL or even Rugby Union... They'd be like, oh, he's, doing, he's done a business degree. Like, who's this guy? Yeah, Whereas yeah. And, and I'd be like, Christian Wilds. <laughs> <laughs> this guy. I'm a rocket scientist. Like, <laughs> yeah, they're <laughs> all like him. He, he's a very intelligent guy. And I'm like, well, not really. I just went to uni. But <laughs> That's it. Though. They're, they're like, he's, no. <laughs> like, Christian's done a degree. <laughs> what in commerce? <laughs> wow. Wow. Mm. But yeah, poor old Steve. He was just... He's a victim of his circumstances, really. Like well, you're right. Because like massive club, arguably the biggest. And the they most, sign him on a ridiculous deal. The most high profile, certainly. Like they oh. demand excellence. Excellence wasn't delivered, and then I think it was just a fucking avalanche of poo. Poo after it's that. Tough. It is what it is, though. Yeah. Who was the first of the big three to come up and have a yarn to you? And did you poo yourself? Oh, <laughs> yeah. Well, you kind of. I don't know. They they changed a bit now. The young boys. I I said about two words in my first couple of years there. Yeah. Um, keep my head down. Um, Cooper Cronk, great fella. It was hard because Smithy and Slats have families there, whereas Coops was single, living in Melbourne by himself. So mm -hmm. he takes out for golf, coffee, lunches. So he was very generous, great fella. Um, should have a statue in Melbourne. It's Bro, what the fuck? Absolute robbery. I can't believe. You know, Is that just because he went to the Roosters? That's like. I think because he went to the Roosters, beat us in grand final. Yeah. And won premierships. So I think yeah. if he. Went to Catalans or something, played a couple of years there, or, or didn't went to the Sydney club, didn't play finals. I think he'd have one. So. Yeah, that seemed a little bit stiff. They're like, yeah, Billy Cameron. I was like, Cooper damn, that's that's tough. Dude. He was there like the whole time. Yeah, no, yeah. He was the whole time. He's won like except six for comps. the last one, obviously. Yeah, well, that's tough. Is there? Are you pushing for it? Yeah. As the smartest man I'm in Melbourne, petition for it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, maybe look, you can. Maybe well, maybe you just go listen. We'll put up one of me. We'll put up one of Coops. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Slide yeah, in there, you reckon. <laughs> Why Fuck not, it, why not? I understand what I am. I'm a simple front rower. There's oh, I don't know about simple. Know. No, you're, a, you're a smart front rower. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so, well, you're trying the young boys and stuff. Like, so you didn't say anything. What's it like? It's just different now, hey? Like, yeah, I mean, I feel weird saying young people. I think a lot more confidence, people. you know, yeah. like to pipe up and take you on a little bit. But I think that's... What do you reckon that is? Do you reckon that's like social media? Yeah, maybe. Or is it not being know. hit as a child? It could be that. It could be the new gen. Mm, you know what I mean? Or the removal of the shoulder charge, you know what I mean? Put one on the lippy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You can't punch them. that, bro. But they're yeah. just what? They're just a lot more... They're just happy to oh, win. Oh, it's not necessarily a bad thing. But no, it's kind of, it can be fun, I imagine. Yeah, it's fun, yeah. yeah do you fun. do any of that? Do you, is there any, like, hazing shit you do down at the storm? Like, uh, run at me and stuff? No, or at no, least no. was there? Well, when you first maybe. arrive, you have to do two weeks on the tools, like, on job sites, like, working. Oh, do you? So you'd go in and, like... It doesn't matter if you play 200 games or or having debuted, you go into the work program for your first year. So I was paired up with Marika Corimbete. Oh, sick. And the Fijians, they know how to work. I'll give them that. Yeah. Like, I was useless. But you go to job sites, you're picking up shit, you're removalist. Um, you're just a bitch for a tradie for two weeks and you've got to train at 5 a.m., go to a job site for eight hours, come back, train at 5 p.m. Um, so you do that for two weeks. Uh, and then the boys who have already done it, it's the best thing ever. You just, you come and do weights at 8 a.m. and you go home, 
chill out all day and you come back for a session at like five o'clock so that's it doesn't uh, matter who the fuck you are you got to do that yeah is yeah. that done at other clubs or is it i don't know i think it's a craig bellamy thing do you reckon that's part of like what leads from the outside of looking in and when i say outside of looking in i'm like reading articles and hearing whispers of why the Melbourne system's so good. Like, I know the All Blacks, for example, always made the players clean the sheds after. Well, like, like, the oldest those, players clean yeah, the like sheds. Yeah, like the little one-percenter, yeah. like the little one-percenters. Do you think that's... Yeah, I think it's a big thing. In that like, world? When you're travelling, hotel, uh, bus drivers always say good day. Pick the luggage up, don't leave it for the staff when you're travelling. It's like little stuff, but um, I guess it all adds up. And I guess it helps being in Melbourne. Like, there's a great following there, and they've built a bit of a thing, but it's a bit of a non-event compared to AFL, so... Mm. You don't have all the fanfare and hype. Like, mm. you, you know, Cam Smith can go for a beer on Swan Street and people like recognise him, but they don't, it's not like a big thing. So, and Mind then if you're a young fella who no one knows, it's like, it's pretty hard to read the press when there's no press about you. So, there is an A. When you're in Melbourne, it's like 12 pages in and there might be a tiny yeah. little thing about Melbourne. Well, it's the same. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's sort of the same. It's, it's worse than genius. here, actually. It's here. like, like the Telegraph, they might get. Some AFL. Oh yeah, yeah. We still down there. It's like there's none of it. We definitely still cover AFL. Twenty twenty was the comp. Was that when you won it? Yeah, yeah. How? I mean, I'm sure it was a fucking great time. Uh, You were injured in 2017, right? Yeah, yeah. So would it? But like that was you won it in 2017. You would have been playing, I assume. I'm just trying to. I can't remember the team. Yeah, I was playing. Yeah, I um played in the 2016 grand final. We lost to Cronulla. 2018. As uh, you can tell, we no, don't sorry, do a lot of research. We like to yeah, just yeah. fucking find it all out. <laughs> 2017, I was watching. I uh, did my knee. And then 2018, uh, made the grand final. Here we go. Cooper Cronk's one-armed. Yeah. We got these blokes for sure. Got palmed. <laughs> Lose that one. So I've lost two grannies. And then 2019, we're on top of ladder round 20. Here we go. This is it, boys. <laughs> now do my ACL. So it's kind of – I had a lot of good success but never actually won a premiership. So 2020 was pretty awesome. Sweet. Have you got a ring for 2017? Did they give you one? No, nah, no. Nah, they only do the 17 and the head coach. Oh, because yeah. I was under the impression yeah. they might the, – the, the club can make a couple of extras. Yeah, I think so. But our one is pretty tight. You know, we don't have right. colitis. Right. Just bankrolling everything. Yeah. 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 Well, yeah. fair enough. Well, I, I tell you what, the Manly boys wouldn't get them either. No. That we do know. <laughs> well, we didn't get any for we, 2011. Well, we haven't got one. Look, 2022, maybe we're a shout. We fucking better. On 2018, Cooper Cronk played with one arm, basically was like an on-field coach. What was the preparation like for him and what he might do? Or do you reckon you underestimated what no, he did do? We didn't underestimate him, but I think our, a lot of our game plan was like, right, like if he's going to play, let's, let's fucking spot him up. Let's yeah. run at him. And it kind of took a lot of our focus in attack. We were kind of looking for him. Mm. And I know it's going to shock you, but halfbacks know how to hide defence. Um, they're a bunch of cowards. And no one talks about it because yeah. it's halfbacks commentating on other halfbacks. <laughs> so, I, mean, I, I would love for you guys to use your profile, start calling these actions out. They're cowards. Happy to. Happy Most to. Most of them are cowards. Uh, halfbacks wingers, are cowards. Wingers are actually coming good. Like the amount of yardage carries they have to do, they're getting a bit of respect. Well, well, yeah, wingers are sort of having a bit of a glow up. They are, and they're actually rolling. The you know they're actually doing some tough work. Yeah, out of the like the, the tough carries to yeah. start the sets. You Brian Tottles. Yeah. Well, Brian's setting the bar very, yeah. very high. I hate yeah. that. I hate playing. Brian. Does that annoy you as a as a front rower seeing that the PCM king post contact meters yeah. is actually a winger? Yeah. Does that burn but you? But boys, up? you need to understand the game of rugby league, right? Does it what burn is you Brian Tottles? How much tackles does he make a game? So I don't get me wrong. I love the work he does. It's phenomenal. But he, 
he sits on the sting, right? Yeah. Might make one a set. And then he's like, right, I'm going to have two carries. I'm going to run over all the tied boys in the middle. And it works. He's phenomenal. He's such a good player. Yeah, he seems like a nice fella. But yeah. um, you know, we can't do that. We're making three or four tackles a set. So are you saying we need to almost come up with some equation? I reckon we sure roll we the funnies do. out in the sting, get the wingers to defend in the middle. See how they go. Yeah, but we'll if you go like tackles made to PCMs and you divided by tackle, yeah. Yeah. Divide, PCMs yeah. divided by tackles made. Look, Tom and I, we could we could probably crunch something. Well, I saw yeah. there was a nut trucking index. Yeah, the nut trucking Early index. Year. Well, we haven't we haven't <laughs> nailed down the we specific mathematics out. of it, but it's like you you can't have you got the less offloads the better, the less PCMs the better. You can't have played any representative footy well, you except, can have two for, except for one, maybe two city country oh, games. Rest in peace. What a contest. We want to bring that back for the pure <laughs> reason that it, it was such a celebration of... Nut truckery. Nut truckery. Yeah. And me, not, mediocrity is not the right word, but it sort of is. Yeah. Look, if, if it's like it was, it was mediocre representative football. Exactly. <laughs> That's exactly what it was. Which is sort of what, it was nice. And it was like, you get it out at the regional centres, people get to have a, watch a game of footy. And people love watching nut truckers truck nut. And it's, it's also, it was like, people where you go like, oh yeah, I think I recognise that guy. <laughs> Who's he played for again? <laughs> Storm, yeah, yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah, yeah. Oh, he's a fucking, he's he could right. have said anyone and you would have said, yeah, yeah that's yeah. right. He's okay. Oh, I knocked it on. <laughs> so look, I mean, Valet, the fucking city country. Jake uh, Chaboyevich was telling us the other day that Brian's almost impossible to tackle. Yeah. Do you have that same opinion? Yeah, you've got to just got like three or four in there, guys to just try and yeah. But is he? Is there anyone else like? Like, is he kind of a, an outlier in that sense? Yeah, like, I he reckon. seems to be pretty fucking hectic. But yeah, he's a great player. He's a good pickup. Nah, no real similar. So you reckon he is sort of? There's no one really like him. At least getting around, or like, is he the hardest not to tackle good for him. you? Yeah, not as good as him. Yeah. Um, but that's the thing. Like, your wingers' roles changing heaps. Um, yeah, they're doing heaps of work now. It's the centres who are getting easy jobs. And who else, boys? Another another news alert. Second rowers, they're also blind cowards. Okay. Mate, they run at halfbacks for a living. No one realises this. Yeah. Like, they're the biggest boys in the field and they just spot up three ins. Like, like, come on, let's look at it. I'd run 15 metres of carry as well if I was out there. That's a good point. It's this, a good point. Listen, so I'm, you need I'm happy to, bring to help light you get, to this, yeah, all right? Okay. Because, right. well, as as, they, as we've learnt, they do defend at three in. Well, yes, they, we know that well. As which uh, until yeah, this year was fucking <laughs> over the top, and then Denon's like, "Well, he's defending three from the fucking wing." Okay, well, I get sure. that makes oh, yeah, sense. Yeah, yeah, that okay, makes so sense. you think second rowers, centers, soft cocks. Yeah, that's I'll, your quote. That's my quote. Because yeah. we'll we'll put that out as a quote. Well, no, second rowers aren't soft cocks, but like. Don't lump them in with us boys in the middle. Like, right. It's a bit disrespectful to them. Okay. We'll the take the first part of the quote because yeah. it was funnier. <laughs> <laughs> oh, on the changing of the game, obviously it's a fuckload quicker this year, or at least at the first half of the season was crazy quick. Do you reckon it got slower at the back end of the season? Yeah, yeah, yeah. definitely. I think the refs are – I feel sorry for the refs. That's a, that's a tough job. Yeah. It, it's like the boss is like, right, we want it like this, and then they get in trouble – because the product's shit, and then they go, right, I just go a bit easy on that. Like, they're still breaking the rules, but just maybe relax yeah. it. Like, that final series. But how good was that grand final? That's, that's what rugby that's league what it was is. About. Yeah. It's an arm wrestle, it's a grind. Yep. But the poor refs, like, had to put the whistle away. Mm. And that's not their fault. But it seems like when they put the whistle away, it ain't that big of an issue. Like, yeah, in, well. like at least for the grand final, right? It's not like there's anything glaring. Yeah. But then you have them put the whistle away, and then one, like, something happens. You have an incident, yeah. and then it's like the call. But that's sort of... I don't know if you, if that's sustainable over you know eight games around over twenty four rounds. 
to put the whistle away. But every time they put it away, like in Origin and in finals games, like the grand final, it's always a way better product. So you, I'm sort of like... I was shitting my pants why don't you just Origin this year. Away? I'm like, dude, if they, if they are like as hard on head highs as they were... Like Magic Round bad. Yeah, like yeah. Magic Round bad. You're like, Origin's going to suck. Yeah. But then whistle goes away. Rugby League the winner. Well, New South Wales the winner. Yeah, hey, tickets, boys. That's right. You owe us... You're not wearing blue, though, like, honestly. Well, we have to wear blue, though. What about a scarf? I want a jacket, a black jacket on your blue. So what well, if we were black? What are the players' families going to think? You're sitting in the. Well, tell them. You tell them. You go. Listen, I lost a bet with some yeah. New South Wales legends, and well, I could just put you in the nosebleeds. Like, well, that's who can play this game, boys. You said yeah. with the There's family. Two tickets. Look, we'll wear. <laughs> well, the... I'll put you over with my brother. He can go up there <laughs> yeah. as well. We'll wear the. Bl- I'll wear a black jacket, but it'll be blue underneath, and the blue scarf, yeah, okay. obviously. Yeah, and maybe a blatchy's wig. Just a tasteful blatchy's wig. Maybe with a fade. <laughs> you, I'll get a fade actually, on my blatchy's wig. You can actually. Wig. They're getting more tasteful. Are they? Yeah, they are. Because that's what we've been calling for. <laughs> we have it's been. terrible. What are those songs? New South Wales, where the blues, Queensland, you're going to lose. That's a Wiggles original. That's, that's pretty good, isn't it? Yeah, well, it was, it's our answer to Ya Ya Yippie, which is obviously mm. a lyricless pile of shit. It's beautiful. It's toilet. Yeah. It's so, rugby league day, boys. So it's lyrics. Well, that's look. I'm I'm prepared to back you there with lyrics being overrated in a rugby league context. I think it makes it easy to remember as well, Eddie. After a long hard game of football, which is why I think you and I, because I mean, I think we can agree with you at least on this that 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 fucking star anthem was one of the great disgraces. The New South Wales anthem. Did you? Did you oh, we all bleed blue. We all bleed blue. Yeah, oh, I can't keep up, boys. Maybe don't get it down there. I would have thought that that would have been playing in the dressing room, that video, in Queensland being like, go out and belt these losers because this fucking anthem sucks. Oh, like motivation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Anyway. Well, it didn't work if that was the case. No, it did. Well, if they were playing it, who knows? Um, but for those of you that don't know what the fuck we're talking about to some degree, we did have a bet with Christian ahead of Origin 1. Or was it for the whole series or was it? must have been for the series. Was nah, it was, oh, just it was, game one. Yeah. That New South Wales would win. Christian thought Queensland would win. If New South Wales win, we got uh, tickets to one of the games sitting next to Christian's family. Um, obviously, COVID fucked that. If you were to win Queensland, we had to we had to put out a video calling the Battle of Brookvale just full of dog shots from Manly. Do you, you want to confirm it? Yeah. Well, no, I we had to. We had to well, just to just to check if I was had too many beers or if it's actually a reality. Yeah. Well, Man, this you was watch th- what they do, to Adam Blair. Five of them run in there. That's poor. Uh, don't fucking start it if you're not going to finish it, bro. Yeah, well, Blairy's going with Glenn Stewart. Does Glenn Stewart need four other blokes in there? No. Lefty had already flogged him before the other four. Yeah, in there. yeah, and and you know what? Well, that's probably why you didn't win the comp that year as well because you didn't your team that yeah, you just did, saw yeah. that Melbourne, Melbourne were not about looking out for their, each other. Manly, it was like bang, they're there in two seconds, yeah. just ganking everyone. It was a great. We were there. We were at the game. I was we were bored. actually at the game. I think every, it's one of those moments. Everyone, I was on the couch. And I think everyone remembers that. Yeah. It, it was, was special. Hectic. It was a great one to be. How do you reckon you'd go if, if you were on the field? You reckon you get paid? Do you throw them? I can't throw them. So what I would do is try and get one off before he gets one off and then just go for the grapple. Yeah. And then I'd say I win on points. That's what I would do. Well, you'd get the punch in, right? So everyone just remembers like you just getting a clean shot. That's right. I think, you know, don't wait for them to go. That's yeah. my mantra because I've been in zero fights in my career. Yeah, right. Well, that's – are there play with them like do you – do you, I'm assuming you, by the sounds of it, are glad that there's no biffs anymore in the game? Or is it? Is yeah. there moments where you're like, God, I'd like to smack some lippy little oh, arsehole? And here. that's the thing, like rugby league's beautiful. When you're out there, 
the personalities and the characters out there, like their on-field egos and on-field, like, um, you know, like I remember playing like Fafida and Hargraves and like these these big alpha dogs. Yeah. And you're taking them on and they're carrying on like, and like, like this is my house, this is what they're doing. As soon as 80 minutes over, they're like the nicest fellas ever. Like, yeah. And that's what my parents, like they, they were like, oh, Andrew Fafida, we hate him. I was like, mm-hmm. he actually seems like a really nice fella. Like, <laughs> but it's funny the amount of chat, like we were, we were playing in 2020 and Tino was still on our team. And, and Tino, he ran a bit lateral, but he still made like 20 metres, went across back the ruck, back across the ruck. And then there was a scrum like straight after it. I said, oh, good, good carry, Tino. We're playing the Rabbitohs, you know, good carry bus. And then this Rabbitohs fellow goes, no, it wasn't. And I was like, what do you mean? He goes, oh, he ran sideways. And then I was like, he made 25 metres. And I was like, fuck up, mate. You've played three games. And he goes, no, I haven't. I've played six. That's what I mean, the new generation. I yeah, love it. Yeah, I wouldn't yeah. utter a word until like, yeah, five or six years in. That's so funny. I've played six. I've played six. Yeah. It doesn't make it that and much better. And he just made 25 metres. Yeah. yeah. That's, That's funny. So Will Chambers, all time. There won't be no one like him. Yeah. And the way he used to do it was he'd find like an Origin or a Kangaroos teammate at a scrum. And so we'd play in the Broncos and he'd have like Corey Parker or Friday there. And he'd go, um, and Pangai was there, right? And he'd go, oh, you know. Pangai, you know, Thiday was telling me in Origin Camp, no one hates you, mate. They reckon you're a fuckwit. <laughs> and so then Chambers is like getting into him. And so Pangai's like, oh, fuck off, mate. I don't believe it. But then he's like looking over at Thiday. He's like, did you actually say that? Are you actually, <laughs> do you not like me? Um, he was pretty good at that. He was the, the ultimate sledger. It's where we've spoken about it before, just about how funny it is. How when he was down at the Storm in like a good team, he's was always chirp. Like he's always been chirp his whole career and, you know, getting into him. And then as soon as he gets to the Sharks, for some reason, it was like everyone just turned on him for doing yeah. what he's been doing his whole career. Should have embraced it. I think he was mistreated. Yeah. It was funny, It's right? good. Like, it's yeah. character. Yeah. But, I mean, you're losing, but, yeah, you probably shouldn't. But It's tough when you're getting pumped. Yeah. That's the only thing. I think one of those games was... Man. Does he ever turn it off or was he always on the go? No, no it's not... Rain Hullishane. Yeah. yeah. I respect that, though. Yeah. And I love, I love a bit of chirp. I think you're right. People people went over the top with the criticism when he was at the Sharkies. It's, I mean, I guess it's the media. How do you feel like with rugby league media? Because you went up, you made a point on Twitter at some. Uh, what was yeah. it? Was it about James Hooper? Yeah, Hoops. And who was he going after? Was it at the Storm? Kevin Smith just announced his retirement. Bro, that's right. Like, yeah, not a good you know, player. There's so many articles you can write about, and they go, "Cam Smith was a good player, but not a good bloke." Yeah, and it's like, come on. Dude, that was that was wild. Like that was yeah. a wild take in such yeah. an unnecessary moment. Was it hoops that had said when they when you won the comp? It was like twenty one reasons to hate the yeah, storm. Yeah, was yeah. That? yeah, and that's yeah. what I mean. There's so many good stories, like Pacific Islanders, guys coming from all those islands, New Zealand. Great stories. Brent Smith slept in a car when he was eighteen, like out front of his brother's place, sharing inside the house. Like it's not that hard. Just talk to them, ask them what they're. Yeah. There's so many good stories, but. All we need to do is just like just ride people down, and that's why it's good. Like you guys, uh, Dan and Camp, you know, you can be, you can be like positive about the game. People like it. Like yeah. it's it pisses me off. And there's this, these old journo's, and they just made a career out of crisis merchants and just yeah. fucking just bashing people. There's not necessarily yeah. a lot of players. Maybe a bit more now, and maybe off the back of people like yourself. But like, seemed like before then the. It's players maybe more, a little bit more reticent to call out journos or to speak up 
what made you feel any different? Is there a, is there a vibe like that or a cult, like to not oh, say I anything? I think probably you look at the platforms, like, you know, 10, 15 years ago, you don't have Twitter. You're like, yeah. who are you going to tell? Like the journal asking you a question at the press conference. Mm. So it's like, it's easy to go on Twitter and be a bit of a hero. Yeah. Go after him. Did you, do, do, you, do you talk, have you spoken to the hoops or anything since that? Like, does he ever? Nah, no, nah, I don't really like, yeah. Well, I don't know. I just don't see the point. Yeah. yeah so do you avoid journos, those sort of journos? Well, like I've been journal? on there. I'd say, I'll, I'll go on there if he's not going to be on there. Because, I don't know, I just there's no point. Yeah. But, you know, he's not going to change, that's how it is. Because is, no is there one... anything to that where, like, it's journos salty at players for, like, not giving them stuff? Like, do journos rely on players to leak shit to them? Uh, managers, yeah. Player managers. Agents. Yeah. How's that work? If you, are you ever, like, I mean, with your manager, are you a bit like, hey, bro, I don't fucking leak this? Oh, no, nah, like, I don't have a, like, it's a business relationship. I'm not going to say, oh, this is what's happening. This is the boss. Right. But some managers would have that more relationship with their players where they're yeah, yeah, telling sure. them shit. And it's a trade, so they'll exchange. Like, they'll, right, I'll give you a scoop on this, but if you need to tell me, you know, what that player's on or whatever, you know. What ah. But how do the players feel about that? I don't know, I guess. But then at the same time, it's like, you know, it's a trade-off. So everyone hates player managers. There's some good ones, some dodgy ones. But then no one really talks about, like, footy clubs and footy managers risk-soling blokes who have done nothing wrong. Like, mm. they've just got a good deal, good contract. Like, Darius Boyd, like, I know he probably didn't play as well as he wanted to at the end, but he was a great ambassador of the game, did community stuff. And everyone's like, let's, let's get rid of him. It's like, like, it's the same people who are going, like, Let's let's flog him off, but then, but then they're happy when their club, you know, it's like a contradiction. I think. I got a good story about Bennett in Origin Camp. Yeah. So what? This was this was the one where you guys in 2019, 2020, uh, 2020, 2020. Yeah, yeah. 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 So, yeah what, so what we, was the go? So we, because um, we played in the grand final, so the boys went into camp like a week before us. Mm. They started training, and so. Oh, we, that's right. You on the comp, and Munster was being a fucking yeah, wild yeah, boy. Yeah, yeah, out there having a good time. Um, Anyway, we get into camp, and I didn't really know Wayne Bennett. Thanks, mate. And um, at the first training session, um, someone passed me the ball, and, and, like, I've dropped it. And, like, I don't know Wayne Bennett. Anyway, I heard this noise in the background. He goes, well, she would have caught it if it was a cheeseburger, you fat fuck. And I was like, what? Who's that? It's it Bennett. I was like, oh, shit. Oh, my God. <laughs> mate, he was so good. That's just who he is. And really? It's a shame people don't get to see the real Wayne Bennett because he's such a legend. And, like, we'd have to get COVID tests every, like, second or three, third day. Because we're mm. there for, like, three or four weeks. Yeah, yeah. Three games in a row. Yeah. And, like, I remember him yelling out to Capewell. He goes, oh, Capes, did you fail your COVID test so we can fuck you off already? And it's like, like, it's just so much banter and value. Really? Um, yeah, no, legend. Big That's interesting. And you say, like, it's, it is disappointing you don't get to see that side of him. Is it because he's a, he's a seasoned veteran, I guess? The media can be assholes, But it's like, he certainly doesn't put forward that. You can yeah. see a cheeky grin in him every once in a while. You're like, there's clearly yeah. something about him. Or you see those videos where he's dancing in the sheds with all the boys yeah. after a win. Yeah. That's crazy. That's, That's what he's all about. He's all about the lads and the team. And he just doesn't care about the media. He's yeah. just like, you're there. I have to do this. I have to be here. I'll answer your questions. Am I going to give you anything? No. no. Yeah. That's or also, I might I even fucking play you against other coaches like with Ivan Cleary and stuff you know what I mean yeah dude yeah. he played him off a break played him like a fucking fiddle but I've always heard that he's such a such a weapon like man manager in the way that he deals with people and it gets the best out of him does he get the best out of him by being that cheeky sort of like jokey lighthearted guy or is he is that sort of how he puts you at ease and then he'll sort of come up and get in your ear and yeah, motivate no, everyone individually a bit of time for he'll, he just makes sure everyone's together 
rowing in the same direction and have a bit of a laugh. Like Alfie Langer, like he's the best bloke ever. Like to have in those camps because he just gets morale going. Yeah, and he knows. <coughs> like when we Origin two, um, we got pumped by like forty. Um, mm. I think you guys were texting me because I was in the grandstand as well. Um, <laughs> Probably were. And we lost by like forty or forty six nil or whatever. And it, well, no, sorry, it wasn't that bad. It was something bad. Oh, that's right. Oh, we were behind. Remember, we yeah. were fucking hammered and we were screaming at him. He was on the you bench. Hear us. Like, well, yeah. <laughs> we right. were fucking blind <laughs> drunk. Yeah. And, and, so, <laughs> and so we get in the sheds. Everyone's going, "Oh, how bad!" Like we won Adelaide, so it was one all. But everyone's like, "Far out. We fucked. How bad was that? We got slaughtered." Yeah. And then like everyone gets in the circle, and Wayne gets big Joshy Kerr and and goes to him, "Mate, get in there and get the boys going." So old Curry gets in there. He goes, "Righto, boys. We're going around the circle." When'd you lose your virginity? What's the story? We need a rooting story, right? And so everyone's like, like, everyone's like what's this about? And then we went around the circle, everyone's kind of like, you know, it's kind of lifted everyone. And so he's yeah. kind of the master of doing that. But he's also like, he, he had some like game plans, like um, like setting four defenders on the short side, irrespective of how many attackers they have. Mm. And few of the boys are like, oh, we don't really like doing that because like Kiri and those boys, they'll sit and they'll flip over and go the open. And so he's like, <laughs> no, mate, sorry, I've been burping my ass off at all. Uh, and then so he's just like, righto, whatever you want to do, just as long as we've got a plan, you know, we're all right. So he's not like, uh, no, this is my way or the highway. Um, yeah, and then also he has good assistants. Like we had Meninga, um, Neil Henry. So I think he's a great man manager, but he needs to have like hands-on assistants who do a lot of the coaching as yeah, well. Yeah, right. And just he's, he's not married to his ideas. He's happy to... Yeah, flexible. Yeah, is that I mean, sort of is that sort of shit driven by mainly playmakers or like any could you be making as a obviously a nut trucker of you know elite yeah. you're an elite nut trucker <laughs> but like are you uh, I guess are players outside of playmaking positions allowed to sort of give input on game plans and shit like that Yeah, but at the same time I was thinking it and I was like I'm not going to say that right. I'm going to go to yeah. Jake Friend I'm going to go to Daly Cherubins they can have that conversation because I'm a rookie and I'm a forward but will you say that? To those boys, like, did you voice? Yeah, your I was like, yeah, we, yeah. we can't do this. We'll get we'll get torn up here, and then they right. went out the conversation. How the fuck's Wayne then of like you know Wayne Bennett fame <laughs> coming up with a game plan that's so bizarre? Well, it wasn't that bad. It was just like a one little thing. One thing, right? Yeah. Sorry, but like you know, it seemed it's kind of interesting though, right? And then the players going, "Bruh, what the fuck?" With the greatest respect to you, Wayne. But I suppose it's like you know you can't get it all right, right? I guess so. But I'd always heard that that he's just an incredible man motivator which i think and you'll be able to fill us in is that what origin's all about just motivating the boys yeah, it's it's a completely different beast it's like i come in kevy walters is there as well mate he's almost crying like every meeting you know are you serious yeah dude serious. you see those videos kevy's in like presses talking about like just the fucking yeah. game coming up uh, and he's i understand you bikes don't get it you don't get it down here in sydney well, well i mean yeah, we can debate it. that yeah. but yeah, yeah, yeah. It, 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 it's it's seriously, it's a different game. Like, it's not even, you do a little bit of coaching, but as long as we know a couple of moves, as long as we're all buying in, it's such an emotional game. Yeah. Um, you know, Thurston, Nate Miles, these guys are almost in tears when they're presenting jerseys and stuff. Like, it means so much. And it's, it's amazing because in Melbourne, it's so, like, dry and analytical and this is your job, go do your job. It's different. So I don't Robotic think could, and emotionless. Yeah, like. and it works because if you try to do the emotional thing, 26 rounds in the finals is probably not going to work. <laughs> you'd be, you'd be so you need to tap into that. Yeah, 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 you need to yeah. have a, a fucking... Holiday. Yeah, seriously. Yeah. How often do you talk in those uh, origin camps around 
how New South Wales didn't let Queensland play for Queenslanders play for Queensland, and if you played in Sydney, you had to play for New South Wales. Like, is that talked about that you didn't have an identity for a long time? Yeah, yeah. All or the is time. it just known? Yeah, and, and it's all the team rooms. It's all up there. This yeah. Street of uh, what you did to our great state. Does that? Do, with the, you talk about the emotional that sort of shit. I, when you first get in there, are you? I assume. Were you? Were you played Union? Were you always a league fan growing up? Like, was that your main yeah, thing? Yeah, yeah, Cowboys. Right. Yeah, definitely. Yep. So. When you get in there, do you feel that emotion, or is it like once you, you're seeing it, so you're sort of like you're, you're getting pumped with it, as opposed to like walking in there and you're a bit, is it a bit of a weird feeling when you first get in there? You're like, holy fuck, yeah, well, this is crazy. Like you go from fan to actually being in a Rams jersey. Like, yeah, I was I was 18, finished school, and I went to that game where Cooper Cron kicked the 45. Oh my field. god, I was 17, that beers was with so mates. I was behind the post and I was just losing it. Like, one of the best things ever. Yeah. And then a couple of years later, like, you're in there putting a jersey on, playing. It's, um, like, it, 2020, after that game three, when we won, the crowd, like, it was just so surreal. Surreal. How are your parents when you tell them? Yeah, well, I actually got called when I was with my dad. We were driving to the airport. Is, he, pr- is he a proud Queenslander? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah they both are. But North are they now, like, Queenslanders? Because, I mean, they're obviously proud New South Welsh no, and mate, before. Mate. They're Cairns okay. and Collinsville. You you wouldn't know that that is. That's right up. There. I know Cairns. Don't know yeah, Collinsville. Yeah. So was that a, how was that experience like telling your old man? That's one of those things I think as a like you know a son of a father you know like your father's son or whatever the fuck it is like that'd be quite a fucking awesome experience I imagine. Yeah. Me and Eddie haven't been able to give our dads anything even close to that in terms <laughs> of a like. Well, you know, caught him the other day, mate. Just interviewed Ricky Potty. <laughs> That's, yeah. you know what I mean? that? that was our origin. That was our origin. Yeah, and and we might have cried, we might have shared tears. Yeah, which was nice. Did you no, have some? Yeah, nervous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, the fucking tech was like that. He couldn't hear us on the sound. I was nervous oh, all day. I, I went to bed nervous the night before. It's I like, didn't, not I didn't nervous, get... nervous, but like I never really think about shit like that, and no. I was thinking about it. I was fine until his sound wasn't working, and then I could see on his because we had to do it via Zoom. And you could see he was kind of getting, not pissed off at us, but it was like, you know, he's fucking Annoying. almost 50. He doesn't understand technology. Well, it was he's, like, yeah. And he's also like, I've scored 41 tests for the nation. Shouldn't have to come on here. I shouldn't have to deal with these dead shits. The work. But back to you. Yeah, enough about us. Tears? Yeah. Tears with the old man? Nah, not tears, but like, because I got the call from Kevy, so it was on the Bluetooth in the car. So that was pretty Oh, oh you were there with him? He was sitting next to me. I was driving him to the airport. So that was cool. Yeah. That's, That's nice. Yeah. And it was good, like, that game three, I think I had like 40 tickets. Um, so really? Like, they were all there. Yeah, I didn't get a match fee, but like, you asked Felice Kafusi, mate, he's like one of eight. Big Tongan Catholic oh, shit. family. He, so you can forego match fees. You can forego match fees for tickets. Yeah, it, they just deduct it. So I think you get four, four for free. Tickets, yeah. Non deducted. Yeah. So two of those oh, ones you, you go to pay us. For them. Yeah, you got to pay for them. Yeah, that's it's not, like a like, and like, it's origin, so it's like you're paying full freight. It's not like right, oh, here's a platinum ticket for hundred bucks. They're like five, four hundred bucks. Fuck. So be grateful next year. We well, will be. No, it's we will be. Bet. No, no, no. Look, expensive bet. Yeah, well, it's a bit. It's a, bet, bet, bet is. Well, I mean, just <laughs> cut a bet, boys. Cut out to your up. family members, mate. Save some money. They've seen enough yeah. fucking. Mum and dad, they don't need to come to that. No, surely not. In like when it comes to origin. In Queensland, obviously we we know how passionate you all are. How does it? What's the ranking up there? Is it like is it Artie first, then the King? Like is it the King then Artie? How do you? How do Queenslanders rank their fucking greats? Well, what would you have? I'd have. Well, JT. I'm not a Queenslander. I never wore. I never saw Arthur Beatson play. So like, I take that back. I'd have Lockyer number one. Lockyer's one of my favourite players. All as time. an Origin player, yeah. 
I just, or Gordy, I don't know. Again, it's my era, like well, our, our time. So like Artie, I know he's like the first captain. We didn't shit. see Wally either, so you can't have him in there. How about us talking about our Queensland favourites <laughs> when we got a fucking Queensland oh, well, But he asked us. No, yeah, I know, but it's just, and then he's just sell us. this is the height of Hello Sport indulgence where we just start <laughs> We like fucking. to indulge each other. I'm going to say Lockyer, I think. Yeah, I like Lockyer. Or Gordy for fucking, you know, like throwing mm. Hodges into another state. You, you love those guys who aren't. They're not like the best players, but like, yeah, um, like you know your your physical intimidators, like yeah. Carl Webb, Carl Webb, Michael Crockers, yeah, dude, like, Crocker they're never the best player on the field, but like that's origin for me. Yeah. Like those guys are aggro. Another Dallas like, Johnson Storm, yeah, play. he was yeah, just yeah. like it, just like good. would those ones that just throw their body in front of anyone mm. and have a crack. Dallas would get fucked. But up. so, what's your list? Who's your top three? Oh, I'm Thurston. I'm a big Thurston boy. Fair enough. Um, Langer's, did you ever? You Langer never played. There. Never played with Thurston. Nah, no, nah, no. Nah. Wish I did. Mm. Alfie's good. Alfie, oh yeah. mate, best value. If you're ever going to get a night out with someone, he's your first pick. Really? Sure. Is it? Is it true that Alfie will always pretend it's his birthday or some shit like that? Well, I know he always pretends it's someone else's birthday. That's because okay, then right. he'll get like four shots to some poor QRL media guy <laughs> who's got to get up at six a.m. <laughs> so they they always stitch them up and then they always so no phones when we go to team dinners. Yeah. And they'll always plan a phone on a bloke, and uh, <laughs> yeah, the, the staff they do like they have a good time. Um, you know, when we first get into camp, you have a drink, but then they generally put it away. Or you have to put it away, but the staff can keep ripping and tearing, or is it yeah, all the staff in? can have drinks? Yeah, yeah. Are you pumped for Slater to coach this year? Has yeah. he been named yet officially, or is that? I thought yeah, he had in, been. Yeah. Oh, okay, cool. That's interesting. Is he having? Is he thirst and he's offsider? Yeah, I think he's in there. I don't know if he's got Josh Hannay from Cronulla. One of the well, the greatest fucking interim coach of all time, Josh Hannay. He's got some reps in. Fucking oath he mate, does, he's, mate. He's fucking CV's legit. <laughs> he's the number <laughs> one interim coach. someone who's like king of the interim coaching job. Phenomenal interim coach. Unbelievable. Did it feel different this year to last year, aside from the fact that New South Wales pumped you? <laughs> Was it like you went from Wayne to Paul? Paul Green? Yeah, Green. Paul, sorry. Was there, was it, what was different? Because it was basically the same side, wasn't it? Um, yeah, no, Greeny, Greeny was good. I mm. like Greeny. Um, yeah, no, like, not even like, I'm not even meaning for like to hang shit on Greeny, but just like, why'd you get pumped by so yeah. much? Well, have you seen your back line? It's pretty yeah. good. Yeah. Yeah. You didn't have that back line last year. What does it feel like just knowing you can't win? Yeah. yeah well, game three. You're only good as your last game, yeah, boys. Yeah, but Let's go. It's queuing the rack stuff. We're like, fuck it. Fuck whatever. it. Like, what, you know, we can't lose Queensland interest. <laughs> no. You know what I mean? No. If we win 70, 80, 90 games in up. a row. Yeah. The points differential the was ridiculous. And that was absurd. What about then? Yeah, what what's the new rules? It's it's like, oh. the swim, it's like the swimsuits at the Olympics like 10 years ago. Uh, okay. All those world records still stand and then they got rid of them and it's come back to normality. Well, look, you're right? speaking, you're preaching the converted here. We're furious about that. Mate, Rome, 2009, I think. Yeah, okay. Rome. Fucking, it was in Rome. It was at the World Championships. That was the height of the swimsuit. Like, super suit era. Super suit era. Mm. I mean, Ian Thorpe would still have a 400 metre world record if it wasn't for that super suit bullshit. That well, you just let it go. Like, I've often... I've thought, Tour de France, like, let's do some up. Let's see how fast we can do this. 100%. Like, it's the human body. Like, I know someone might die or something like that, but, you know. But isn't it all pretty safe? Like, I mean, you know, I think it was. good doctors there. They won't push the limits. If we do it safely, get them juiced to the tits and just see what they can do. Well, well, let me say this, gentlemen. They doped the eyeballs for the entirety of the 90s into the early 2000s. There's 15, 20 years where it was good, everyone was good to go. No one was dying. That's what I'm trying to say. I'm pretty sure in the era that 
Lance Armstrong won, only one podium getter out of seven tours hasn't tested positive. Yeah, right. So they're just they're all. So basically, wiped. the entire field every year. Has been done. So he was at least the best of the juice. He was the best. Well, the thing is, if no one juiced, he would have been the best. You would assume. Well, I guess if they're all doing the exact same juice, it'd have to be. We'd have to know what juice they're. Yeah, but he had that special doctor, that Ferrari. He he did. So he did. Maybe he deserves a bit of respect. Can they be in the team bus? It's like surrounded by journos, and the boys are just in there with the fucking. The blood in the arm. And the journos were seeing it. No, no, no. They're like outside, like darkened windows and shit, but just oh, literally between right. fucking that yeah, much yeah, bloody. Yeah, 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 yeah. And they just like jammed into like a Coke can and crush it or something, right? Yeah, and then it, yeah, it in. nip in. Delivery, bang. Look, I've got no issues with a juice tour to France, that's for sure. What's it like uh, coming up against um, the the eighth wonder of the natural world, Tom Draboyevich, just in full Ooh, flight? Yeah, like, are you just yeah. going like, what the fuck's going on here? Yeah, and the problem is he's not a dickhead and they're all actually nice fellas. That's yeah. what hurts as well. Like, if you carry on a bit, then then I might like give you a little elbow on your head just to like try and... It won't do Unsettle anything. Unsettle you. But they're all nice. Like, Jake Draboyevich is... I think he's my age and we played 20s against each other. Um, they're they're great guys. Mm. That's what annoys me. Even that Manly team, they're actually pretty nice fellas. That's what's been a nice thing for us this year yeah. as Manly fans is that like everyone loves to hate Manly, but it's just filled with legends. Yeah, but it's weird. Like no one hates them anymore. They're no. the you see the NRL draw. They've got all the people love them. Yeah, I no, think that's good. look. We probably have something to do with that, just in terms of raising the profile. Look, we're just the, the, using the word of the punter and the dribbler. They've told us countless times. I can't hate Manly anymore because of you two. Yeah. Like Tommy obviously plays a role. Tommy has something yeah. to do with but it, but it's a reduced role. Yeah. It's, a, it's a minor role. When Manly lose, it's it's happy days. Oh, dude. Well, you, you hear the fucking you hear the, the dribbler hotline. Poor Dave's got to listen to all of them. There's about <laughs> seven hundred calls. Coming. It's unbelievable. But how do you deal for a player like Tommy? Right. Like, because you shut him down pretty well yeah. in the first semi-final, was it? Yeah. In this year? Very like, well. I mean, without giving away too many trade secrets, how you, do you approach you just, him? So, we have a Storm team, like NRL 13, and you have Renegades. They're our Reggies, mm-hmm. like your top 30, 36 players. Yep. And so, we run against each other all week, right? And so, the NRL team will look at Manly, what shapes they're running, how they play attack and defence. Renegades, they'll go off with other coaches and they'll they'll try and mimic what Manly are doing, right? So we'll have a guy, one of our third string fullbacks or whatever, and he's Tom Troy's for the week, right? And he's doing everything he does, right? And so they set up drills and so you, you get a full week of right, this is what we're gonna get. Obviously he's not as good as Tom Trowich, because he'd be in the NRL team then. But <laughs> yeah. you, you get the point. Yeah. yeah. You watch you watch that many clips, mate. It's like I'm brain dead, like and and it's like Belzer, his work ethic. He like we'll be watching hot. Like I reckon we will watch maybe an hour, two hours just of Trebovich's clips like that whole week. Are wow. you serious? Yeah, it's Fuck. that's crazy. So how much? How that's much time? So that's is that is that the entirety of the clips you watch that week, or is that no, just? I mean, there's other good players that. <laughs> no, I know, but you know what I mean. I'm like, how much time is vi- is spent on video? Yeah, heaps, heaps of video. You get got apps on our phone. They send out clips, uh, so you'll have a preview. Um, your forwards, backs, you have a team preview, and then you're not before you'll have a another meeting of a game. Yeah. Uh, and so, it's, yeah, the coaches, they do so much clipping. Like, it's the worst job for them because they sit there like, we've had a good win, we're all having beers, they're on their laptop. like Going straight into it. Doing stats, cutting clips of games. Even Craig, or has Craig got other people doing that? No, nah, Craig's doing it, yeah, yeah. Really? Has that got more intense as your career's gone on? So from when you first came into the NRL... 
as in, has Craig? Well, just no, like, has like has has video analysis yeah, and sort yeah. of stats and fucking yeah, you get tracked within an inch of your life. Like, has that all got? How much yeah, more intense is it? Yeah, so they've got, yeah, they've got so much resources that they can do it. It's yeah, it's pretty big. You still uh, doing the beep test down there? Nah, the yo-yo. It's like that's like up to up ten, back, back yeah. twenty, back. We're beep test operators here. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're old PBs? school. PBs. What do you got for us? I'm glad you said PBs because. Mine's a twelve five, but Ooh. would you like you can give your PB? Then we can I got to f- I got to fifteen one when I was at school. Shit. Yeah, but I was a rower, fit as a fiddle. I wasn't. We took we did one recently. I don't know how people row. Like, do you hate yourself? Do you just enjoy yeah. inflicting pain? Like, what what do you enjoy? In I rowing? don't know Great what call. it was. You know what it was? Great. Call. My old man said to me, "You'd be a good rower." And then I think part of me was like, I want to make the old boy proud, you know what I mean? Maybe finally I can make him happy. Yeah, say I love you. Yeah, yeah. yeah, And he'll tell me he loved me and he might give me a hug. So I stuck (laughs) with it. I was good at it. And that's what was it like. Yeah, he was first date. I was in in constant conflict with like, I fucking hate doing this and I've got to get up early and I like my sleep. And it's like, it's not fun in the sense that like, it's fucking laborious work. Mm. And the testing's so intense. Like a 2K erg is like the worst Mm. thing you can do. Mm Mm-hmm. I'm like crying at the end of it, vomiting and shit. But then I'm sort of caught in this no man's way. I'm like, I love, sort of love mm. pushing myself, but also hate it. And there's a big it. bit of, and I'm good at it. A bit of yeah. prestige, isn't there? Like the yeah. head of the river. I'm sure you. Yeah, would have yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. He was the stroke. He was meant. He was the motherfucker, which oh, is shit. shocking considering his. No friend. one believes me now. I mean, no. guys, fuck off, mate. You're talking <laughs> shit. Anyway, I am about to fucking. <laughs> Today we saw in the news, today being 24th of November or something, I don't know, do your own research. 25th, 26th, 20 what? Yeah. Former teammate Nico Hines has come out as not gay, which is, a di- is, is different in, you know, maybe that's a sign of the times. But it was, it was a kind of, I guess, a more of a humorous uh, rugby league off-season story where Nico's put up a photo of just him and one of his mates. I will say to Nico, his hand was basically on the guy's cock, so I can understand where maybe the confusion was. But well, his hand was hidden, and assumptions are then made. Yes. And look, was he reaching in for a, for a grab of the junk? Maybe. Which is which still happens between. I do it all the time. It still happens between friends. I do it all. So the time. that could have just been a lull, like a great gag. Have you spoken to Nico? Like, because obviously he came out and he's like, "Oh, just so everyone knows, I'm not gay. He's just a mate." Yeah, it's the uh, the rugby league news. We didn't know we needed. Uh, <laughs> you know, I'm very supportive of Nico coming out not as gay. Yeah, um, yeah. I had breakfast with him yesterday, and then um, I got a call from my mate Billy Walters, who's at the Bronx now. Yeah, and he goes, Have "You caught up Nico any times?" Like, yeah, I breakfast with him. He goes, "Is he gay?" Because <laughs> everyone at the club is saying he's gay, and I was like, "Oh, geez, I don't know." <laughs> Uh, good luck to him. Yeah, years. absolutely. Uh, yeah, he hasn't said anything. Yeah, so word was getting around, right? And I think you know, Nico's single, hot as fledge, uh, look alike. So I mean, there's plenty of potential there for the females. I think he was in a bit of damage control brand protection. Yeah, I, yeah. That, that's what I think he's come out for. Well, a, a, particularly when you're coming up to new pastures, you know what I mean? Down to the Shire, the world's mm. at your feet. Oh. Plenty of honeys down that way. Plenty that you know would take a a liking, I think, to a young Heath Ledger. Yeah. And if you've got the, you know, the for sale sign down, or at least in the, in the eyes of Well, every he wants to go there with the for sale sign up. Yes. Open and for business. Open for business. Now, I can see why he's gone into damage control, but you were saying before that supposedly in the comments, which I haven't read, is like, or the gay community was rallying around him, which is nice to see. Because yeah. God help, God knows, 
having Nico in your camp would have been one of the great wins. Absolutely it would have been. And I guess now, you know, commiserations to the gay community for losing one of the NRL's rising hot boys, but fuck me. It would have been a good get. It would have been, it a, would have been a huge yeah. get. A huge get. Wanted to ask you this on Nico Hines. Where of the opinion that his hair's always wet? Have you ever seen it dry? Or does he wet no, it before games or is it always look. wet? I don't know how he does it. It's, um, it's, a, it's a phenomenal look. Hard, hard to do in rugby league. It's constantly wet. The man's hair is constantly, or at least it's constantly damp. Like, it just seems like it's constantly like he's running it through. I'm like, bruh. Look, I mean, wet or dry, it's looking good. But uh, we just we were hoping maybe you could shed some light on the dampness, whether he's got a routine that you're aware of. He does. Uh, well, he didn't want me to say it, but okay. very big on the, the hair care, yeah. skin care. Okay. Um, and maybe this this where the rumours came from, potentially. Well, exactly. Yeah, um, you know, he's a sensitive new age guy. He's a pretty boy. He's um, a pretty boy. And there's nothing against it. Good Fuck no, nothing he against it. He looks great, boys. He looks fantastic. He looks so fantastic. All the best to him in, in his new career and, and new surroundings in Cronulla. As we say, he's kind of come from Q Cup uh, and now he's a big dog. So wish him, wish him all the well. Manly let him go as well. Something that we don't... We don't Cut forgive him. Trent him terribly. Well, Trent treated him terribly. terribly. Trent, not a manly club. guy. It was a whole club. No, nah, no, it was Trent. He and got injured and you knifed him. I think, was he spotted on the peninsula? I feel like there was rumours. There was rumours he was chatting with Des, and then like yeah. the next day he signed with the Sharks, so <laughs> it was kind of fucked, but... I'd sort of started making up the posters already. Yeah. Welcome, Nico. Yeah. We blame Des. Now, I mean, sorry, Trent, not Des. I take that back. You're in the rugby league, like, RLPA, is that... What is that? Well, I know what it is, but, like, how do you get into that? Are you putting your hand up? Fighting the good fight, you know? Yeah. For the working class. Yeah, fuck yeah. yeah. The workers out there. Fight the power. Real. Yeah. But how do you get into there? Uh, you kind of just work your way through. I suppose they, each club has a bunch of guys that, um, you know, turn into like RLPA, uh, like delegates. But do you put your name forward for that? Like you're like, oh, yeah. Oh, they kind of just identify and they go, we think you'd be good for RLPA. Mm. Um, and then you just work your way up. There's kind of different groups. Yeah, so I'm on the board now with the big DCE, El Presidente, much respect. DCE Presidente. Is it just the two of you? Nah, uh, Wade Graham, C.S. Oliola, um, Dale Copley, yeah, yep. and then there's a bunch in a player advisory group. And so what... That's got to be the most intelligent collection of rugby league players. There's, the a, there's a couple of thinkers there, yeah. which, which I like. The brains trust. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're in good, well, rugby league players are in good hands. What do you do exactly? Well, it's pretty highly classified, mate, because I know Vlandy's tunes in. I know he's been a friend of the show. Well, he's a friend so, of the show. Yeah, you know, we're coming into a CBA, so... Yeah, oh, yeah, you, you don't want to give away oh, too much. To be fair, I don't know where your allegiance is, boys. What are you um, doing there, Matty? So... What are you eating? Oh, Jesus Christ, they're making some noise. <laughs> no, that's all right. So basically, I'm not telling Anthony your dogs. Oh, I know, what the fuck? Mate, we're, we're on team player. Yeah, just because we got the ear of the owner. I mean, not the owner, Straight to Vlandy's, Savo. Nah, we just kind of... Um, Clint Newton, former player, um, just he's our, well, he's our CEO, yeah, CEO. Right. Just talk about the issues, you know, the, the women's game, CBA, uh, COVID, all kinds of stuff. It's really, it's quite an interesting spot to be in, though, I guess, especially during COVID. Like, how much of it do you like? You know, if we're talking about an issue of COVID, player salaries changing, something like that. Do you have to go back to your boys and go like, well, this is what we're doing. What do you think? And then like you all go, you go back as their rep and sort of make a decision. So there's not a representative from every club, is there? Or there is a Yeah, every club's got okay, yeah, right. some reps. Yeah, so when there's a big thing, we all join in on a Zoom, like every player will get Fuck. together. But then 
a lot of the time it'll be the senior, the, the OPA guys, each club, they'll go to the guys, this is what it is. We think this is a good idea. Do you support us on that? Boom. And then goes up the chain. Was it hard with COVID and like having to, you know, because you all took a haircut during yeah. that period, didn't you? Uh, yeah, no, everyone was pretty good about it. Yeah. I think the big thing with COVID was like come back on May 28, like St. Peter, getting it done. You yeah. Know, like in world sport with the first, first, first cab off the rank. Yeah. You know, and the AFL were staring at us as we're doing it. And they wouldn't have got going all year. Nah. They would have done nothing, mate. They they're a, a bunch of losers down there. They didn't know what they were doing. They had no idea. They would. I honestly think they'd written off the whole season. Yeah. Petey comes back May 28. Scaredy Cat Gill Scaredy Cat Gill. Oh, shit. It. What I'm going to do now? I'm a scaredy cat. How do I react? Yeah. My penis has literally left my body and it's crawling up the highway to go and find Pete. Did we ever get an update of where the penis was? It must have No, by, by I think uh, maybe it was June, July, the penis had met Peter and attached to his... And for those that don't know what we're talking about... You'd have to go back and listen. It's when a, a beta's alphaed by an alpha, the beta's penis... Falls off. Falls off and, and wriggles. wriggles to that alpha. <laughs> Connects to their penis. Making it larger. Yeah. Sorry, we are Christian Welsh, uh, RLPA representative here. Um, <laughs> as we talk about wriggling dicks. <laughs> um so how much, how much of like, how difficult was it for you guys to come to an agreement with the NRL around like player salaries and all like the specifics around that sort of shit? Is that kind of like at an, I guess you choose, you're choosing to be there in some capacity, but like, it's kind of like a, it's quite a, a laborious added extra to your job, I'd imagine. Yeah, well, well, cause everyone had gone home. So the competition got shut down. Um, and then, yeah, we kind of worked pretty well to get there. You know, you kind of, it's interesting how it's played a lot of the time. A lot of stuff's in the media and you kind of realise, righto, these journos, they're getting stuff from the NRL. Like yeah. you, can, you just know, like, leaked emails and stuff like that. You know, I understand that. Um, Do you, though? Isn't that a bit fucking like, oh, aren't we meant to be here in good faith? And well, then, yeah. sometimes it's in good faith. Like, you know, it's a reasonable relationship, but it can be better. But sometimes it happens like that. But, mm. yeah, I think the players just want to get back there and start playing. And, um, you know, I think we took a pay cut, I think. I don't know what it ended up being, but... I think it worked out for everyone. I think NRL could get everything going again, get a season and, uh, you know, and that's like, COVID's been the worst year for everyone. Like, but like, I look at 2020, it's like the best year of my life. Like, yeah. My premiership one, Origin, like, happy days. You yeah. know, whereas everyone else is like, oh, yeah, shit's this, which is fair enough. Yeah, yeah, I get that. Was there, what was it like with the whole head knock concussion sort of scenario that played out this year? Because I know there was a bit of pushback between the RLPA and the NRL you felt like you weren't consulted enough. Was that the sort and of And you had a couple of concussions yourself this year, eh? Well, you've sort of had yeah. a few. Yeah, no, I've had a couple, yeah. So it's been kind Nothing of close really to home, bad. the whole thing, though, right? Yeah. Oh, you're talking about the head highs and that? Yeah, that's yeah. right. Oh, like, I think the blatant ones where there's, like, straight contact in the head, yeah. But the ones where they're getting tackled and, like, losing their body height and it's an accidental, I just think we need to... Like, it's, it's a fast game and you want to make us more fatigued, you want to make the game quicker and mm. you want... But then you don't realise players tackling is going to get sloppier. Like, like it's I don't know. I think they had good intentions with these new rule changes, and it'll it'll mellow out. But mm. all these unintended consequences, like all these head highs and shit, that defenders are just they're getting back, and then the attackers right there, they're just trying to get into a tackle, and it's going wrong. Yeah. Well, exactly, because you can't have it both ways. You can't go, mate. Quick, quick in the game. That's speeding the game up to crazy levels and make sure that all the tackles are above board because. They're going to go wrong, right? There's going to be accidents every single game. And 
when blokes were getting sent off for accidents that were so clearly accidents, at least as a fan, I was going, what the fuck is going on? Mm. Like there was, there was teams losing two, three blokes in a game. It was, well, and then you're like, you're completely fucked at that point. What do you, how do you feel about concussions with it? Because you like, I don't even have a shitload. You had a couple this year, didn't you? Uh, Two, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, I think it's handled pretty well. I think everyone's, you know, like, they know if they got a knock, they go straight off. Like, it's gone past the days where people were like, get up, mate, you're weak, like, play through it. No one says that. What, the smelling salts and stuff? Yeah, Yeah. no no one does that. So it's getting there. But it's contact sport. So, you know. So you're like, you're pretty comfortable with sort of the reality of it. it. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Do you think they could be doing anything more or no? No. And the worst thing I want them to do is go to like Rugby Union. Like, have you seen the stupid shit they're doing? Like, they're like like butchering games. I used to love Rugby Union. Like, I can't watch it now. Referees, and I don't know if it's them or their bosses, it's like, Hold up, let's stop the play. We might have missed something. Yeah, yes. four let's minutes go ago. back five minutes yeah. and let's see if we can find something we can send someone off. It's like, fuck me. Like, I don't know. I used to love rugby union, but I'm, I'm struggling. No, it's you're, real, yeah, real you're again preaching here. Like, so we're, rugby union's just in a fucking bad way with that sort of stuff. The over policing of, I mean, and like the head high shit. Like, there's, there's ones where, you, yeah. I remember there was one recently, or maybe it was in the World Cup, but relatively recently, where like, Samu Karevi got yellow carded or yeah, red carded the into yeah. the contact. And yeah. you're like, how the fuck's that yeah, makes sense? Yeah, How does that happen? He trucked the nut too hard. Yeah. Like, mate, that's not. <laughs> and the guy nah. couldn't, the guy had shit tackle technique, and they're like, sorry, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, What's that about? Christ. What have we got any rule changes for 2022? No. I know there's no. they've changed it so that if you give away a six again. What is it, Maddie? Is it on t- is it inside your inside the opposition twenty? If you give away a six again, it's a penalty, not just a six again. Oh, they haven't confirmed it yet. There we oh, go. Yeah, they haven't confirmed it yet. As a team, are you coached to be like give away penalty? Give away, give away a couple six early again ones. The first Who cares? Oh yeah, you just take a bit longer. Yeah, you, you watch Penrith in that grand final. It's perfect. That's just what they were. Yeah, and they're so good. They're so well coached. Like Cleary's a gun. Like he's a good coach. He's a good coach. Yeah. How do you reckon you'd go under clear? And I'm not just saying, like, everyone does it. Not yeah. just no, 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 of course yeah. so. Just a disclaimer. Of course. How do you reckon you'd go under clear his high balls? Like, if you had to go to fullback Ooh, for a couple yeah. of moments. No, no. Do you see them go up and you're like, fuck. Those flows. Yeah, good are, luck. That's yeah. right. I go, you know what? Right, you can take the extra money. I don't want it. I don't yeah, want yeah. the middle of the year. Take those you flows. You can deal with that shit. <laughs> fuck that. Because <laughs> they look like they just. Dr- you see, the, like, the fullbacks, like, sort of. Like well, because they, they like they don't move. They're like, well, like as in they are. Like a they don't ball. spin exactly, and they just sort of float down yeah. and wig you out. Tommy gets them, but everyone else is pretty. Well, fun. Tommy, <laughs> Tommy's too good. No, Tommy you know eats them up. Well, Tommy's hog is usually He's up like, there before bang. the ball. Fucking Thanks for coming. Um, what do you want to do after your career? You're still young, obviously, but like, do you have yeah. any sort of thoughts about that sort of shit? I've always told Karen Munster because we're like I've known him. We're 18 when we come to the club. I always told him I want to be a CEO of a sporting club. He's 36, 37. He's washed. He's got plenty of debt. He's looking for that one last contract. <laughs> I drag him into the boardroom. Cam, you're done. We're not gonna <laughs> it's over. See you, champ. <laughs> Champion. And that's the dream. End his career. That's, that's the dream. The dream. <laughs> <laughs> that's the dream. <laughs> to champ Cameron Munster. And then end his career. <laughs> <laughs> you washed up, mate. You're yeah. done. Yeah. Dude, that's a dream. I'm, uh, that's a fucking that's dream. A dream. He's going to blow out as well. He, he'll yeah, be a yeah. He's a he'll probably be a ball playing lock by then. You know, some <laughs> yeah. of those boys. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, oh there you go. No, God. that's good. Do you actually have a uh, like? 
in that sort of realm though? Yeah, yeah you know, I want to be like maybe CEO one day of like a sporting club or really? in the commercial side. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's cool. As so, opposed to coaching, all that administration. Why would you be a coach? Yeah, I know. Too like, stressful. Who's got job security? Robinson, Bellamy, Hasler. Bennett. B- Bennett. Cleary. Like, Cleary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Five yeah. or like, 16. And then it's this, oh no, um... Paracoach, he's pretty good as well. Brad Brad Arthur. Arthur. Brad well, I don't think Brad's got job security. Oh, you reckon he's gone next year if they don't? If they lose Reed Marnie, which it seems like they have, it's confirmed. Well, they, they was it's, yeah, that's what I mean though, right? Like, yeah. they, was it confirmed or it was reported? But no, you assume it's confirmed. Year. There you go, four years. Doggies. They're losing Reed Marnie. The dogs have any salary cap, or are they just? They just, I mean, look, Phil Gould. Yeah, every it's fucking back unreal. on the market, and then Villiarmi and Reed. Well, I think it's sort of like, look, you got the spoon last year. Fuck you it. Know what I mean, try, try and pull yourself <laughs> up off the canvas. We'll turn a blind eye. Do you find fi- Do you find it that that fucking egregious that Kickow was putting on the polo of another club? Ah, uh, yeah, it doesn't look good. But no. at the same time, as a player, right? Like AFL players, they have to wait until the end of the year and get a deal done if they're leaving, get traded, and all that. And it's like, I do my ACL, I don't get a deal, so it's like. Obviously, it's not a good look. Should should it be getting photos? Probably not. But mm. do I begrudge players for having the ability to go right? I'm going to set my family up before the season starts, and I can secure that contract. But yeah. good on them. Like yeah. I reckon, and that'll come up in the CBA. Like NRL, I think will be pretty keen to change that. But as like an RPA rep, it's like this is a good like employment thing that we've got. Like we're not going to give that up. Like unless this, you guys come to the table and go right, I will. We'll give you this if you give that up. So, yeah. I don't yeah. Know. So here we go. So it's more like don't get the photo in the jersey, but you can do yeah. the deal. Well, that's the thing. I don't really – like when were you going to post that photo? Well, they probably – Yeah. Like, Prob- I mean, you wouldn't – you'd imagine they've got a shitload of time And you've between. got IT. Get the Photoshop on. Well, that's true. Chuck in one of the jerseys. Chuck the head in there. Well, that's what Where's they the do. That's what they do for everything else. Well, that's what it's all like of I the – imagine if this player played here, Photoshop. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's a good point. You were also – were you quoted the other day saying you think that the salary should be made public? I want. I feel like that might be not. I feel like there'd be players who'd be like, I don't want people knowing how much yeah. you're getting paid. Well, it's two-edged sword. So I understand if you knew a player what he's getting, they'd be like, oh, you're shit or whatever. I'm yeah. Like, Thanks for nothing. But then at the same time, it's like everyone's like, oh, Melbourne Storm, we're cheating the salary cap. It's like, well, no. Like, well, yeah. Like, players just taking less, you know. Mm, and yeah. it's like, and it's always like, oh, that player's he's the reason we're going shit. It's like, no, it's. Your administration, your, your, who's signing these deals? Who's paying this guy X amount? Like, he, he should be under scrutiny, not like, you know, the player, player who's... It's not, the player's, yeah, it's not the player's fault if he gets paid a shitload. Yeah. No, f- no, absolutely Do not. You know what I mean? I guess, would it have the potential to cause unrest within its side? If you've got a player being paid more than you and he's playing like shit, or if you're like... Is there yeah. any risk of that sort I of... I don't know. It's hard. Like, I think it's natural because you generally got an idea. Like, one of my best mates is Mark Nichols. And, um, what a weapon. Like, he was starting the whole year, right? And he's on, like, pretty honest contract, basic contract. And, like, Burgess and Dyer are on the bench. You know, and... Like, yeah, right. I was like, mate, like, unlucky. Like, you're, you're going <laughs> real good, but you're earning nothing to do to those boys. Yeah. But that's, that's how it is, you know? It's like... Yeah. It is know. what it is. It's the business. Like, it's... It's turning more and more into that. It's like NFL, NBA, like they publish it, they get on with it, they're professionals. Yeah, yeah. not the end of the world. Yeah. It'd be interesting as well because we're, all these, you know, player salaries, reported player salaries always come out and Denon's always like, 
water that down, water that down. Like it's always, yeah. is that the case when yeah. you read? And always GST, the journal, they don't know. No. no. Like, like I think I said I was on like 400, which I was this year. And then everyone's going, oh, well, it's on six, six fifty, And it's like so far off. What yeah. yeah, like on. it's not close. Yeah. Like Jesus like, Christ. I don't mind you saying that because my next contract people go, <laughs> oh, well, we might have to pay him that there because he's on that. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah. There's, yeah, um, there's yarns, like uh, I was saying, we were talking about this on Kempi's show, but you sort of hear this almost every year is what I was saying. It was like, ooh, cracks at the storm. What's going on? You know, like first it was fucking Cronk leaving, then Slater retiring, then Smith retiring. It's like, well, when's the fucking golden run going to end? Are you worried the storm are in trouble and probably <laughs> hey, falling like, out of the oh, eight? Mate, like, every I mean, year they say. Do you believe that you'll fall into a pile of poo like they well, say? We've meant to be falling into a pile every year since, <laughs> what, Cronk left. It's when was that, annoying. 17? Like, yeah. I don't know. I, nah, we're, we're laughing. You're good? We're good to go. yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, I thought you're looking over your shoulder though. It's sort of the manly seagulls, Ooh, like manly, manly going this way. Storm sort of going. Are we sort of going to pass each other on the way to us on the top? There's and a bit of respect there, certainly, but yeah, they're a good team. Hard to play at Brookvale. Good place to play if you're winning. Yeah, but like theatre. Yeah, it's good. Love fun. it. Yeah, it's good. Love it. Suburban grounds, one of the best. What well, teams do you like from like a rugby league like respectful rivalry tribalism sort of thing? Like which are which are Opposition to your hate? Um, like playing Manly, like playing Roosters, because I think there's like that, like quality you're team. You're a pretty good team. We're a pretty good team. Like let's dance. Like yeah. There's, and there's at least there's like relatively recent history. Like yeah. Manly and Melbourne went yeah. back and forth for yeah, so yeah, long. Yeah. The Battle of, Battle of Brookvale, all that shit built, you know, built into it. Yeah, they're good. Um, Queensland teams are good because we're all like a fair few Queenslanders. Yeah. What about dislike? Dislike. Like not necessarily the players, although it could be, but just like where you go. There's just something about it. it. Might not even be like from a nest. Like it's obviously all competitive, yeah. but like Shark Park, like in the in the 2016, 17 that era, that's shit place. Yeah, like you play there and the the crowds in here. Like and so there should be. Like that's of regular. course that's, that's what what's good it. about it. Yeah, yeah. Um, Penrith's rough joint. Like uh, Para before they went into their beautiful stadium. You know. Uh, Paramount Stadium. Yeah. yeah, they're all pretty tough. Canberra's just tough to go because it's so fucking cold. Dude, fuck that. Is that. Are you guys all like, fuck, dude? Yeah, it's terrible. Cold like, Melbourne's cold, but Canberra's... Oh, mate, Canberra's on a different level yeah. entirely. And, and Canberra's like... Oh, oh, like, at least Melbourne, the summer's hectic. Like, 9pm 9, 9 sunro- uh, sunset, Australian Open. The summer's good. Like, yeah. dry heat. Canberra gets, like, really hot. Like, <laughs> like you're yeah. not like, oh, summer's here, you beauty. It's like, fuck. It's no, so it's, it's pole. It's one extreme to the other. Do you and reckon that's no why beach. Ricky went fucking hunting so many poms? Because they're like, well, like, England's a shithole. <laughs> Canberra's a shithole. Yeah, yeah, Canberra's like, a shithole. It's a bit of a like It's slightly life. less cold in our shithole, and you don't know what a good beach is anyway, so it doesn't matter if it's fucking 400 degrees. Yeah, we've got a lake. We've got, yeah, we got a lake, which is very dangerous for your health to swim in. But don't, don't swim in it. it. You no. look at it. Don't swim in it. We've got sprinklers you can run through. <laughs> How are we looking for the year ahead? There yeah, we go. Let's give, let's yeah, give, we'll give Dio Dave this fucking Melbourne sick yeah, there's, there's a few Storm we'll fans who listen to the pod. Who we got? We got How are we looking? Yeah. Uh, yeah Tiger's um, you must be fucking shitting yourself about that game. Well, we, yeah, I mean, I just want to know, we beat Manly twice last year and we only put 40 on them. Are we going for 50 this year or this Ooh. coming year? <laughs> we gave him a fucking microphone and this is how he repays yeah. us. Mm. He's yeah. always going to take the opportunity. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. I think we'll go right against Manly. Yeah. It's a good derby. See, that's the thing. Like, you asked me a question... I've got to give the nice answer, don't yeah, I? Because do. if I don't, I sound like an arrogant dickhead. Yeah, yeah, you so struggle. I'm going to say 
Let's go. We're a good game. There you go. Yeah, Let's go. There you go. There you go. Let's go, right. baby. Beautiful. <laughs> well, mate, thank you very much for coming in. Really appreciate it. Uh, shout out to Big Tasty and the Tasty Boys. Good luck next year outside of games you're playing Manly and outside of State of Origin, but obviously we look forward to sitting up in the stands with your folks for whichever game. I'm looking is. forward to it. Yeah. What game is it? You pick. I think you get two games. Queensland no, get no, two. No, 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 no. First. Oh, they always give one, one away, don't they? I think it's New South Wales, well, Ben, we're in. Perth. Sydney, yeah. Perth, Brisbane. Okay, well, if you'll be fucking in. Well, even if you're not in, you'll. we can all go together if yeah. you're not in. I'll source them for you if I'm there not. There you go. You'll be in. Yeah, you'll be in. You'll be in. All right, mate. Sweet. Thanks, Good to you. Cheers. <laughs> Could you two just not talk anymore? <laughs>